Hey everybody, Skip here. Sunday edition of Finding Meaning, 23rd of June, or June, 23rd of April, uh, 2023. I wish it was the 23rd of June. Yeah, it might be a little warmer. Uh, we've fallen back into a little cold snap here. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you live in Iowa or Nebraska or Illinois, Indiana, or, you know, the sort of in between the cold and warm places, this is just the way it is. One week you'll have 80, the next week you'll have, I don't know what it is right now, 35 outside. So, uh, so I greet you at 9.45 a.m. on this Sunday morning. Yeah, enough of the weather, right? Uh, I've talked about how we, or how I, I guess I should say it that way, often become frustrated by watching reality unfold. Uh, because it really is. You know, watching people function in the reality that we've set up, uh, even those who function well in it, it is literally like watching a train wreck for me. I've used that analogy many times, maybe too many times. Uh, I just got a message from a, a family member who uh, is trying to plan a wedding for her daughter and the father won't help because the daughter's gay. Or, you know, I, I just, I scratch my head at how deeply we wound uh, out of our entrenched beliefs out of our own ability to convict ourselves something of so deep convict ourselves something so deeply that we're willing to hurt other people uh, and and the sad thing is is the people who who do this uh, are are convinced they're right it's it's not a, it's, an, it's not an act of malice it's an act of belief it's an act of conviction and those convictions are derived from and rise from a false understanding of what it means to be human. So it just broke my heart this morning to get that message. Uh, my wife and I will try to help as much as we possibly can. Uh, but, you know, I'm watching the news this morning, too. And you see people do great harm to each other because of ideology, because of religious conviction. It's 9.46 a.m. on a Sunday morning, and the churches in our little town uh, are full of people, not full, but, you know, have people in them that are so entrenched in their ideology that to be offered a way to think differently, to be offered a way to think more freely, more openly, more inclusively, is like poison to them and I'm brought back to that scene in the matrix which I've mentioned before where Lawrence Fishburne's character is telling Keanu Reeves character that they can't let everyone out of the matrix because people will people are I think the word is inertly <laughs> they are buried in like a tick in skin this reality that have that they have offered themselves
basically. And we are so convinced that our political persuasion, our religious persuasion, our, the color of our skin has anything, you know, we are convinced it has everything to do <laughs> with reality when in fact, excuse me as I speak out of a little frustration, when in fact it does not. Uh, your, and I, I'm just going to be as tactful as I can, but direct as I can, our religious beliefs, uh, our uh, political beliefs, our uh, perception of ourselves even is skewed, more than skewed, is, is lost in a reality that's dictating to us who we should be and what we should think. And we keep going back to these reinforcing mechanisms. We attend our religious service as often as, as we are supposed to. We, we get angry at the political landscape because our side's right and their side's wrong. And we become further alienated from our authentic self. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we see what's not right rather than seeing something sacred. And I'm, I'm guilty of this too, my friends. But I, it just comes down to something that simple. We, we are so distracted by the false reality that we have collectively created, we struggle to see ourselves in a mirror. We, we struggle to own our own creativity, our own sexuality, our own identity, our own compassion our own empathy. We, we are divorced from it. And that divorce causes shallow and bad energy. I, and you can hear the frustration in my voice. But I, I think it's, you know, the more I look at this stuff, my friends, the more I'm becoming convinced that although I don't have all the answers and I don't know, you know, really anything uh, about where this will lead, I'm becoming more and more convinced that, that the maya that's talked about, the illusion that's talked about, the, the Satan in the desert that Jesus confronts is really the false reality that we create. And it's, it's devastatingly harmful to our own personage, our own authenticity. We want to judge. We want to quantify. We want to make ourselves better than the other. We want to make ourselves more attractive than the other. We, we can't accept who we are because we don't know who we are. And yet we believe that the search for ourselves has to happen within the parameters we're given. And I'm here to tell you, they're not, my friends. Uh, the, the parameters, the, the searching for the things that we truly are, are, are not, cannot be bound by the parameters of the world because the world is a creation of ours that's false. I remember watching a documentary or maybe a movie. It's been a while. I think it's a movie. And I've seen it in a few places where they talk about 
if there's a fall, if, if we're in a programmed reality, if we're in a, you know, if we're in a simulation, what could possibly have the computing power to create it? Well, the human mind, I think, is a pretty vast and deep reality-making thing. And we make these realities and we reinforce them. And we, we search out places to take our own supercomputer in our head uh, to be programmed. We go to churches. We go to self-help programs. We, we try new diets. We, we take new medicines to try to improve things. We seek out uh, plastic surgery. Uh, and listen to me. I'm not opposed to improving your life. I'm not opposed to someone feeling better about themselves. I think it's a really good thing. But what I have often seen, my friends, is that when someone starts to feel better about themselves in the context of the false reality, that just pumps up their ego. So that's really what we do. We are searching for a way to validate and leave in place the false ego that we have created, that was created for us, that we have bought into. That ego consists of the beliefs we're taught, the politics we're taught, the economics that we're taught, uh, the uh, comfortable association of beliefs that we seek out. There is no self-help in the context of, of the reality we've created. That You cannot go to the gym enough. You cannot go to the synagogue or the church or the temple enough. You cannot go to the political party enough for you to discover who you truly are. These things are external. Now, I'm not saying they're not important in some way or they don't have some value, but it is a much less value than we give them credit for. Religion, politics, uh, these things can help us engage the world, but that's not what people use them for. They use them to make the world try to think like them. And that's our great failing, my friends. That's our great, that's our great loss. That's the thing that I think spirituality is really about. Now, there's some pretty smart people in the world who can use their education, who can, you know, uh, sort of not even being aware of setting up ways of thinking that are just another part of, of the false reality. We can psychologize, we can philosophize but more often than not, those things simply lead us back into an entrenched set of beliefs because the, the thing we're taught that's really wrong, one of the things, <laughs> is that we have to believe something. Well, belief is okay, right? I, I, can, I can believe what I want, but it has to be founded in authenticity and not this sort of conjecture these conceptual ideas that we push out as reality. Uh, you know, for me, I believe that human beings loving each other is the answer. Do I do that perfectly? Oh my God, no. 
Do I work on that every day? Heck yes. But love is, love is my religion. It's my spirituality. It's my context for living. And, and I hope I stick to that. I do know that when I leave that, when I leave that idea of love and generosity and kindness and sympathy and empathy, when, I'm, when I turn my back on those qualities, then my ego takes over and I begin to you know, look at things in the world that pump up the ego. Titles, hierarchy, money, uh, recognition. <sighs> I guess what I'm trying to say, folks, is we hurt each other when we become so entrenched in what the world has to offer as far as morality and religion and politics that we hurt each other and it makes me sad. I am sad for my family member that her father won't help pay for her wedding because she's marrying a woman. It makes me sad uh, because her father's beliefs are so entrenched and by the way, I'm just going to say it, so wrong <laughs> that he's willing to harm his own child. And regardless of what you think about any issue, if we're willing to harm our child, uh, we're, we're pretty brainwashed. We're pretty brainwashed. Anyway, take heart, my friends. Keep opening that door for the person behind you. Keep letting someone in line. Keep letting someone go at the four-way stop before you. Keep smiling. Uh, keep doing the things that bring about your transformation because that's where the work begins. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.